Octavia had some issues to sort out as she and Karun set sail for the Merit Lords and hopefully Moir. Will the Merit Lords honor their deal? Will Slab's crew finally get home? And will Octavia manage to get some much needed R&R? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello everyone and welcome to me, my spouse and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. Me, my spouse and a die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been at war with monsters for 15 years. Episode 90. I know! Really getting up there. From the big trippy didge. Trippy digis. Almost there. Ten away. Digimon Digital Monsters. Digimon are the, the champions. champions. We're close. I know. It's 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 really I think really I can wrap amazing. this podcast up in nine episodes. <laughs> I don't want you to. I didn't know that was on the table. I think, think we can finish out and, you know. Probably not. Have a, have a sub 100 run. Probably not. Sub hundo run. Given that we had sub an run. entire episode that was just me talking to a dragon, probably not. Yeah, yeah that happens. <laughs> Given that it's taken roughly, as we calculated, 30 episodes to find a dragon soul. Well, with the weird time stuff, you'll just pop out right at the climax and... Yeah, we can Craig will up. have already found the other one. Nine episode epic end battle. I mean, that would be kind of cool. And then, yeah, we're, we're good. Tie a nice, neat little bow on it. Last half hour, episode 99. Call it a day. <laughs> we could. We could. I mean, we could. We could. I don't think it would be satisfying for anyone. Trippy digis. Trippy dig. So how many... How many Try epi- dig. Yeah. How many episodes do you think we'll get? Oh, I don't know. We're, we're getting down to it. Mm, I mean, it's it's... The end is insane. It is. So, I don't think we're going to go too deep into the trippy digis. Trippy? Well, yeah, because, I mean, to get into the quadro digis would just be a lot. I don't, I mean, I don't think we're getting to 200. Yeah. I guess if we went another, no, yeah, we'd have to go, like, another two years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think. I mean, maybe a different story, but like this story will probably be done. Yeah. This campaign's not going to probably make it past 150. Yeah. So that is my guess. That I, that would make sense. I would kind of, I could see that happening. I'd yeah. be surprised if it got close to 150. So well, we will see. You never know. Now it's my prerogative to just drag everything out. Well, then it's my prerogative to <laughs> murder your characters. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. TPK campaign. Oh. <laughs> no. An NPC comes in and saves the day. <laughs> Done. Oh no, that would be awful. Well, don't drag things out, and we won't, it won't. It won't have to come Let's to have that a beach episode. It won't have. No, gosh, I will never. There may be episodes that include beaches. I will never do a beach episode. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not I a. Think fan. they're dumb. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of beach episodes. So, there. I said it. If you like beach episodes, too bad. <laughs> too bad you're listening to the wrong show. Yeah, it is your prerogative, but you will not find it here. You will not find it here. 
No beach episodes. <laughs> no one gets to relax. This is about dungeon delving and exploration and dragons, not beaches. <laughs> I mean, our, one of our earliest episodes took place close to a beach. This is true. And there were goblins. There were goblins. And armies. And I turned into a spider. And spiders. So, as I said, there may be beaches in episodes, but there will never be beach episodes. <laughs> that just... As a dungeon <laughs> master, really, that just really sounds so exceptionally boring to run for me. Yeah. So exceptional. Oh, look, you built a sandcastle. Roll a sandcastle check. No. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'd like that as a player either. Like. Yeah, it just sounds... As a player, I want to fight monsters and go to cool places. And as a dungeon master, I want to be the monsters and make you go to cool places. Have cool places for you to go to. Yeah. Like, so, I think... Not, not I mean, I think episodes that are, like, in cities where you get to, like, talk to different people and, like, you know, create That's a fine. base of operations and stuff is fun. And I guess for me, that would be, like, my beach episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't really... Well, so it just doesn't no seem to make filler. any make any sense. Like, why would Octavia no be like cool filler. with building a sandcastle right yeah. now? So anyway, Trippy Digi's almost there. <laughs> we get On down the cusp to yet. It is indeed the final countdown. Nine zero is where we at your level ten. Started at level three. Mm-hmm. That's seven for those of you doing the math along at home. Seven levels, 90 episodes. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Do you think it should be fewer le- levels? You, uh, you should be level more. four. Oh, my gosh. We wouldn't be able to do anything. You be level four. <laughs> we would die yeah, so quickly. I just got my first ability score. I know. Appreciate. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that we started at level three. Yep. That would... That would have been painful. Well, if we started at level one, you would have been level one for an episode. Yeah. You would have been level two for maybe and, two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, just also with the thing of being one-on-one, you know, it's so much harder to do low-level stuff just because, as we've talked about before, giant yeah. measles can kill you. Yeah. So, yeah. it makes adventuring a little bit more difficult. Yeah. It's, it's a bit rough. So, anyway, here we are. Well, I feel like I basically just leveled up with all of the stuff that I got I know, from, you, got a ton of new you know, Ocrela and everything. So. You got a major power infusion. Yeah, like, goodness gracious. Seriously. What's your, what's your stat line? All right, my stat line is, with the crown, my strength is 10, my dex is 13, my constitution is 16, my intelligence is 12, my wisdom is 22, and my charisma is 18. Wow. It's funny that you have a plus four to your intelligence and it's still only 12. <laughs> I know! Yup! <laughs> yup. <laughs> actually, I was looking at Dum-dum. my... It, I was kind of looking at my stats and it was actually kind of infuriating because I am proficient in all of my intelligence stats. Oh, are you? Yeah, which means that I don't get to add... Like this one All and a half them? thing. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So. Are you? Yeah, I double checked. Well, because back. Are you sure you didn't mark those? Well, back when I built her, I knew I was dumb. So I wanted. So I put proficiencies in intelligence to boost oh. those just so that I could. To kind of combat against the negative one. Mm. I was like, hey, I should. Because I didn't know you know, what strengths Carhoon would have. I didn't know when I was going to get a sidekick. So when I built Octavia, you know, I mm-hmm. built her 
trying to make her the most well-rounded as I could. I see. And so that's what, like, you know, so I put it in religion because I'm also like, well, I'm also an Asimar. Yeah, kind of makes sense. And so, yeah, it's like arcana, history, investigation, nature, and religion. I'm all proficient in. Mm. Well. Oh, so well. how does that work? Like, what would their mod- those modifiers be then? Would just- it still just be the normal proficiency bonus? Yeah. Okay. Basically. So you're not really Without losing, being able to add the, You're not losing too much. Yeah. I did not realize you were proficient in everything. Well, I, hadn't, I don't think I had put two and two together either until, until you specifically mentioned it. And I was funny, like, funny, oh, funny. yeah, that's kind of too bad. Yep. <sighs> so we come back. You're still diseased. Mm-hmm. You are still cursed. But... You are now attuned to your third dragon soul. Mm-hmm. Four of five are accounted for. What will happen when you get back, if you get back to the material plane? We'll find out, right? Very soon. Do you do anything else that night? You are lying in a barrel. You got, like, fish bones floating around you. <laughs> just like fish grease yeah. trickling down your chin. From all those fish heads I was nomming yeah. on. Kind of look like Gollum. I, that's what I had been, yeah, that's kind of what I had been feeling like, too. Just like, I got the fish so juicy, sweet. Yeah, you're just a gross <laughs> yeah. creature. Yeah, with like the, the, the like luminescent skin and the big eyes. Um, I mean, she's going to, as a ritual, cast water breathing on herself again in case she like falls as, like under the water in the barrel as she falls asleep. Fair. But she can do that as a ritual, so she doesn't have to use any spell slots or anything. Because I'm like, it would be just Octavia's luck that she accidentally drowns in this barrel. That <laughs> like, would be pretty funny. You know, after, after all that, surviving everything here in the plane of water, in drown in a barrel. So that's what she's going to do to just, um, you know, make sure that she's okay overnight. And she is just exhausted. You know, she will snarf down. She'll get out to like snarf down the dinner that uh, Gristle made. Um, and then she'll just kind of pop in and she's, she's just exhausted. All right. You go to sleep. Carhoon comes down after dinner and looks at you and he's like, oh, how are you, how are you feeling? Not great. Yeah. You still, you don't look much better. Yeah. Like it's been better with being in the water. I don't feel as like i'm just gonna dry out but i do not feel good mm, you should should probably like switch that water out at least every day yeah yeah no yeah everything is disgusting i'm sorry this is just the corner of disgustingness right now that's that's okay <laughs> we'll figure out what's going on yeah i don't and, i don't uh, know yeah oh, I mean, maybe i'll feel better in the morning maybe i'll just like sleep it off but Maybe, maybe, who knows? I'll at least maybe be able to feel like I can cast some more stuff, and that might help, too. Mm. Doesn't help that I'm just, like, also constantly so hungry. Yeah. Well, you, you, you had your fill. I saw you. Yeah, I'm still super hungry. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to get new pants. I got some, what? My pants are too tight. Oh. Yeah, we'll, uh, once we get off this plane, we'll, uh, we got some stuff to figure out. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, ugh, yeah, it's, I'm not, ugh. I mean, 
I talked to Akrila. Oh, is that the new one? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so... How, how is it? So, he's cool. He cool. seems to be the coolest. Oh, really? Like, the most chill of them. Okay. Uh, it, it seems like he was the first one that Aboleth got their tentacles on. Mm. And he's the one who went to all of the other chromatic and kind of, you know, started them down that road. And he's the coolest one? Well, because he's admitting it, you know, like, uh, I guess you don't know. Jusulka... I, I don't. Yeah, I have not talked to any of them. Yeah, Jusulka, the white one, he's, like, insufferable and arrogant mm, yeah. and is still all high and mighty and, you know, thinks he's, you know, the bee's knees and God's gift to humanity, basically. Well, not really, but he thinks he's the bee's knees. Um, Akrila is, like... He was explicitly like he would have done things differently if he could again. Mm. And well. I mean, I've not even Fumi's like she's not nearly as arrogant as Jusulka or anything, but she's never said like, you know, that she wanted to do, she wished she could have done something differently or, mm. you know, regretted how things went down. But Akrila did. Interesting. So I thought that was really interesting. Mm. Curious. But I think he'll give, I mean, I feel, even though I feel terrible, I feel stronger in some ways. I mean, I still feel exhausted, but I feel different. Like, yeah. I, I can feel it. Well, it's good to know we didn't go through all that for nothing. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll get you patched up eventually, yeah. I'm sure, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want, I mean, I know that you're also, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm whooped. So, I mean. I am. I th we just we just need to hit I the hay. I need to hit the hay. Yeah, as it were. But I'll see you in the morning. Did that Aboleth talk to you? Down there when we were, you know, fighting it after that big crap thing ran away. Yeah. Hmm. Did it talk to you? It did. I'm guessing we had different conversations. What? I mean, I would. I guess so. Yeah. What, what did it say to you? Well, it told me it could help me figure out the cure for Montagnon. Which I was a bit curious about how it knew about that in the first place. Yeah. Since this all happened well after they were banished. Mm -hmm. But I guess they get into your brain, huh? Yeah. So I'm guessing it offered you something as well. <sighs> yeah. He, it, it offered to bring my sister back. Do you think it can do those things? Or was it just like BSing us? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it knew. It, 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 it knew, so. They seem very smart. Yeah, and I mean. Perhaps they could. Maybe they have. I don't know where they came from. You know, to begin with, you know, they were banished here. I don't know where they originally were. So, may I mean, they obviously have some ability to travel and, and talk, you know, psychically. So maybe they have some link to the, you know, where they can watch some things that are happening on the material plane. Or uh, I, I guess they were able to tap into our thoughts. Or, I mean, they obviously were because they were speaking mm -hmm. to us. But I don't know if it actually could. Perhaps we should remember these things. Because 
Maybe they could be a resource to us in the future. Do you think we could ever force an Abolith to do what we wanted to do? I don't know, but we did beat them once, that's, twice. That's true. And Perhaps two of them once. When this whole thing is over, we could come back and. I don't know. Try to, uh. I don't know. I'm hesitant to deal mm. with those things. But you can't yeah. deny they made a very tempting offer. <sighs> no. And if they can follow up on that offer. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. For both of us. I mean. That would write a lot of what we. I mean. That would help a lot of people's lives, especially for Montignon. But. I mean, obviously, the Avaleth would never willingly help us. And I would kind of worry what the. True. Side effects would be because I mean we already we saw once what the side effects were with Abolith meddling with the material plane. True. But I mean maybe food for thought. Yeah. Maybe with all of maybe if we have all of the dragons together we'd be able to find a cure. Maybe. Something to think about. Yeah. No, that's And she kinda like puts her gross hand on like his arm. It's like uh. We'll figure. We will figure something out. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn in. Yeah, me too. You're all like bolted to the floor there. Not I th- gonna tip over. I think so. I don't. Uh, yeah, we we got some straps and kind of, uh, kind of jiggled it, and it seemed secure. And I, I cast water breathing on myself, so I should be fine. Even okay. you know, if I slip under while I sleep, so okay. it's not the most comfortable. I'm gonna be like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna be have such cricks in my neck when I wake up. Yeah. But well, maybe maybe tomorrow you can. I don't know find something else maybe cut it in half the other way so it's more of like a banana than a big barrel i don't know oh yeah that's that's a good point yeah we'll see how long this voyage is going to take yeah but try to get some rest uh you too lotion up (laughs) yeah (laughs) some non-water soluble like sunscreen (laughs) moisturizer on and i will uh yeah talk to you in the morning night Kurt climbs in his hammock He's snoring in a few minutes. Of course. And she's like, how? Like big snores. How? <laughs> like big bear snores. Like, Aww. <laughs> He's tired. <laughs> Poor Garhoon. And mechanically exhausted. So The night goes. You sleep. It's not comfortable, but you doze off and get a, get a night's rest. Um, so I guess you do regain hit points this time. Good. Because you're underwater. Now, does it count if my head is, like, above water? Or? Yeah, that's fine. As long as you're mostly submerged, okay. I'll count it. And you get your spells back. Awesome. You can prepare any new spells. Get your wild shapes, all that jazz. You awake to the sun shining in through the little portholes on the side. Clarun is stretching, hopping out of his hammock, strapping on his sailing gear. And you are going to continue forward. What do you do? Well, as Octavia, like, wakes up, she feels just infinitely better. Like, she, you know, still feels really dry and and not 100% better. But, you know, she feels 
you know, just kind of like when you've had a long week and you can just, you fall asleep and you just sleep in as late as you want type of thing and you wake up naturally. Mm-hmm. She feels also just smarter and she's like, okay, I feel like I can, I feel more mentally with it and like we're going to be able to figure something out. She feels more charismatic too. Um, but the first thing that she does, and she also feels more, filled like with more magical power because you know she can cast so many more spells now. And so the first thing she does before she gets out of this barrel, which has been dis- disgusting by mm-hmm. now with spending like eight hours in it, yeah. she's all pruney mm-hmm. too, and it's like gross. Yeah. It's not um, great. I, I kind of imagine the the water like a murky creek water with you know all the little stuff in it, not like a nice clear clean lake or anything, or even the ocean, just like like a creek, like not even a creek. It's like creek water. Um, and she's gonna cast greater restoration on herself. What level spell is that? It is a fifth level spell. All right, you cast it on yourself, and you feel no different. Okay. There is no effect. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Okay. So she's like <laughs> obviously disappointed. Um, and she's just kind of like, okay, that was, you know, that was, that was her trump card there. Um, and so she will, you know, kind of clamber out of the, out of the barrel mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of go to go to find Carhoon, go to try to you know get some breakfast too, because mm-hmm. you know after you know after you sleep for like ten hours, you're again starving, right. and she's constantly starving. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you're going to get breakfast. Roll me a d10. Nine. Okay, you managed to make it back to your barrel just before you think you were going to take some damage as your skin is dried out. So, am I like? Am I like? Queuing in on the times that it's taking, yeah. and like basically, you need to rewet your skin every ten minutes. Okay. Or you're gonna take damage. Okay. Okay. Can I like? Do I know how much I need to wet myself? Do I need to like submerge myself, or just like kind of like when they're moving like whales or dolphins or stuff mm-hmm. around, and they're like putting them on the truck, and they're just hosing them down every every little bit. Okay. Just to keep their skin wet, so they can keep breathing and whatnot. Okay. Kinda like that. Okay. So I could, you know, potentially, like, carry a bucket around and just, like, douse, douse myself. Theor- yeah. Theoretically. That would, that would okay. get it across, but okay. you gotta be on the ball. So she's going to, so she, you know, grabs some breakfast. <laughs> it's just like, as she's grabbing it, she's, like, feeling her skin drying. Mm-hmm. She's able to, like, dash back to her barrel in time. And, like, plunges her arms in, like, all the way up to the shoulders and kind of, like, feels that, like, that cool relief. Um, And she's going to uh, see if there's, like, you know, she might have, like, a water skin or something that Mm -hmm. she can fill with water and then take with her. Mm -hmm. Because she wants to go um, talk to Carhoon again and be like, hey, the spell I thought I was going to cast didn't work. Mm -hmm. Or the the spell that I cast that I thought would work didn't. Okay. You do that. Carhoon's doing something on deck. Yes. He's about to climb up into the gross nest again. Nice. So, with his piratey white this, billowy shirt. Yeah, he got a bandana. Yeah. <laughs> and has some, like, gold chains yeah. now. In full pirate regalia. Yeah. This is pirate Carhoon. Pirate Carhoon. Yeah. He's starting to grow out uh, 
Well, I guess he already has a goatee. Maybe grow out the mustache mm-hmm. into like the points. Well, his his hair, his head hair is getting a little longer. Yeah. He has like a little ponytail now, yes. getting close to it. Um, and she'll go up and be like, "As you can see, I'm still not great." I yeah, I I thought I felt so much stronger this morning, and and I felt like I could access like more magic than I could before, and I I mm. thought that. You know, maybe with a night's rest and I, I could cast, you know, something more powerful, but it didn't seem to do anything. That's, uh, that's not great. Yeah. So. Well, I yeah. guess we you have a few options. You can wait. I mean, we could see if the married lords could do anything. I mean, might as well ask in addition. I mean, I wouldn't want them to think that doing that would be in substitute for sending us back. Right. Like. Or, you know, we could wait until you're powerful enough to, I don't know, cast something more. Or I don't know once how we long get back to the plane, yeah. perhaps there's we can find someone there. But I guess just keep a, keep a steady stream of water going. Yeah, I just wanted to keep you in the loop because... I mean, again, I thought I thought I'd be able to take care of it. I mean, yeah, that's not, that's that's a pretty powerful stuff there. Yeah, and I'm just glad no one else seemed to have gotten it. It's quite fortunate, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I feel like as as they're talking, she's having to like, you know, like rinse herself down with this. Uh, you know, this water skin and kind of again as they're talking, she probably has to like walk over to the edge and like get another barrel up of seawater that she just like refills her water skin type of thing just constantly. Because mm-hmm. 10 minutes is not a very long not period very long of time at all. At all. Nope. So, yeah. Well, that's no no fun. Yeah. Uh, try to keep on top of it, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I'm gonna have, I need to talk to Captain Slab because I want to help you know, with sailing and everything, but I just don't know how much I'll actually be able to do. So yeah. I need to give him give him the scoop and let him know, um, you know, what's what's going on with me. And I want to I want to check on on fridge again too. Okay, well I'm about to uh, keep watch. So all right, sounds good. Just sounds holler good. If you need anything, we'll do. Keep on, keep on, thousand. Yeah, <laughs> she's like has a wry smile because yeah. it's like. What is even going on? Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, so she'll kind of douse herself again. Just like constantly, like just imagine constantly walking around in wet clothes, like. Yeah. Uh, kind of grossish water. It, this just sounds so uncomfortable. So, so uncomfortable. Yep. Um, but she's going to walk over to Captain's lab. Is he behind Arr. the wheel or? He's in his cabin. Office doing charting courses and whatnot yeah sounds good so she'll kind of go up and like hello hey um i wanted to kind of give you an update on on my status um as you can see you still look pretty bad yeah i carhoon and i feel so much better after you know just being able to get some shut eye and i i felt you know after finding what we were looking for this morning i felt I felt so much more powerful. I felt like I had access to, you know, I could access more magic at one, at any one p- point. Um, but 
the greatest amount of healing I was able to cast on myself that didn't seem to do anything. Yeah, well, what's... I, we don't have anyone more powerful than you in terms of magic. Oh, so. y- well, I just want to, I just want to let you know, like, so I have to, I have to, like, keep myself constantly, you know, wet, or I'm just, like, I'm drying out. Oh. Um, well, so you're in luck. We got water <laughs> basically everywhere. Yeah. I just, I just want to let you know that I'm not sure how much of a help I'll be on the ship. Ah, yes. That's, uh, well... Keep trying to see if you can, uh, maybe solve this little problem. Yeah. I suppose you've done more than enough for us. You can take a few days off while you get yourself together. Well, maybe I can still fish or something, because it'll at least be water adjacent, so I can at least splash myself with fish water as they plop over. <laughs> that, that's anything you can do to help. So, would be yeah. Appreciated. Yeah, I just want to give you the heads up. Um, have you, have you spoken to Fridge yet? Fridge, I briefly. He's uh, we're giving him a little time to get yeah. used to things as well. Okay. He's just glad to be alive, and I am too. Yeah. Quite yeah. frankly. No. Yeah. It's been a while since we've lost a crew member, and so it'll be nice. Hopefully, the married lords hold up their end of the bargain, and we'll all be going better. home sooner yeah. than later. All right. Well, just want to give you give you a status report on me and to. Uh, um, just keep you abreast of what our situation was. So. Indeed, we appreciate it. Absolutely, appreciate you. And all right, and she'll kind of she'll she will head out. And she want to talk to Fridge or want to give him some more space? No, she'll go talk. So yeah, she'll she'll kind of read. Well, she's so gross looking. She doesn't want to like. I don't know. You are pretty gross. I'm so gross looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she'll she'll kind of redouse herself, and she will go over to go talk to Fridge. Okay, Fridge is in the hammocks. Yeah, sort of like just kind of taking a nap. Yeah, getting used to things. He died yeah. a day ago. It makes so. sense that he can have a day off after perishing. Yes. So she's going to go up um, and be like, Fridge, hey. Oh, hello. I speak so oddly now. It's weird to hear this voice come out of me. I can only imagine, and sorry that I look pretty not great. I fully acknowledge that. You can look like whatever you want to look like. I literally died. (laughs) And now I'm not dead, so you you do whatever you want to do. Well, how how are you feeling? Well, better than I was Mm -hmm. when I died. Understandable. Again, thank you for that. Oh, it—it it was because of me that you were in that position to begin with. So no, I mean, it's, always. It's definitely odd being in a body I'm not familiar with. I've heard stories of things like this happening, but I've never really encountered it myself. So it'll definitely take some getting used to. Yeah. My biceps are so small. My thighs—they're so stringy. <laughs> I need to hit the gym. And get my creatine shake on. I need to seriously put on some muscle mass. This is... I mean, I feel very limber, which is good. Just... It, it'll it be an adjustment period. Right now, I'm just happy to be alive. Yeah. I'll deal with the mental ramifications of getting used to this later. Well, take... I mean, obviously the crew and everyone's just like, you know, take your time. It's, yeah. I, I'm, it's... I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, any 
momentary discomfort caused by being in this shell is displaced by the joy of knowing that I literally died, and I'm not dead anymore, and I have a pretty good chance of going back home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you could have brought me back as a sea urchin, and I would be grateful. Well, I'm glad that you are back in a, in a speaking, yes. moving humanoid form. I, I prefer the arms and the legs. That's, yeah, no, that de- definitely makes sense. Um, well, just, just wanted to check in. Um, I'm glad that, you know, all things considered, you know, that it's you're adjusting well to this new form. Yes, all things all things considered. I, I mean, I I have to ask a little bit. Um What what was it like? Oh, what dying? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it hurt going down. I got hit in the head pretty hard. But like af- in between Do you remember that at all or was it just like falling asleep and waking oh, back I, up? I don't remember much. It was pretty dark and maybe you know, they knew I was going to come back so they didn't let me remember anything. Mm. I mean, it's all very hazy. I, I was still something somewhere, I think. Still you, still fridge. But it was just like it almost felt like no time had passed. Like I saw the tentacle and my eyes closed, and then I opened them, almost like I blinked. Mm-hmm. You were standing over me with a handful of thyme and rosemary. <laughs> so, I I don't have any great insights into the world beyond. Well, unfortunately. Well, no, that makes that makes sense. Kind I mean, of glad. I I would kind of weird. Yeah, I would want to know, but if I were you, I would also not want to really yes. remember that and it makes sense that the three would I can, either they knew ahead of time or I can stand to put that off for a little bit yeah. knowing everything for sure well I mean we'll see what happens when we get when we get back to the plane I mean hopefully they'll drop us off in Mawir, but I guess I didn't think that they could I don't know where in the material plane I guess we can ask well we've got a boat that can take us to just about anywhere we need to go. I mean, I'd like to be in Moir, but I mean, I know that you all aren't aren't originally from there, but... Well, likely everything we left is gone at this point. Yeah, well, I mean... So, it's kind of a fresh start for all of us. Yeah. Well... I think we all just want to be off the boat. That makes sense. Well, there's plenty of land in Moir. I mean, that's the whole good. continent isn't a war, so that's not great. So, you've mentioned... But... There is land, at least. Land is good. So, okay. You can take land. Well, I will let you uh, continue to rest. I have to go douse myself in water because... Oh, yes. Uh, look at me. Have, so Have fun, and thank you again. Always. I am glad to not be dead. Thank you for, you know, fighting on my behalf. Well, not to diminish this, but I was also fighting to make sure that the entire ship did not go well, down. Well, that, true, true, but again, I brought, I brought the Babala to the ship, so. True, but so. you've also secured us, hopefully, a way home, so. True, true. I, I don't think anyone holds that against you. Well, I still feel some responsibility for that, so I'm, I'm just glad there was something I could do. All right, so I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling a little crackly, so I gotta skedaddle, but. Okay. Well, um, I will, I will see I'll you be later. here. It, it, it's exhausting. 
getting a new body, so I'm gonna that, oh, take a nap. I, makes sense. I can, yeah, I, I can't even really, again, I've been through some crazy stuff and I can't even imagine that. So, uh, he, you, he you starts just, to climb back yeah. into his hammock and it just kind of like flips over and falls on the ground. It's like, oh, my <laughs> arms are so much shorter than they used to be. <laughs> so clumsy. Oh my gosh. Like a, like a new kitten. Yeah. Oh like my gosh. Gangling around. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to like help him in. Or yeah. He, I mean, he, he climbs it after yeah. that. He's like, so, uh, just don't tell anyone that happened. I don't even know what you're talking about. Excellent. Go put some water on. I'm going to go try to fish. Yeah. And so she'll, yeah, head back upstairs, and her kind of thought is maybe she can fish some, and as she does so, she can, like, put a bucket down with with the net. And as she pulls the net back up full of fish, hopefully has a bucket of water, which she can then subsequently, like, splash on herself type of thing. It's a wet, you know, kind of wet job, so hoping that yeah. that will be enough to You can keep, keep splashing yourself every now and then, and it, it works okay. It's not the most comfortable. Yeah. But you you do. You get some fish. All right. And the day passes. Okay. Um, the journey takes a few days. It actually doesn't take incredibly long. Uh, within, on the third day. Oh, wow. The lookout, Karun, probably is shouting like, The citadel is ahead. I can see it. And, you know, Slab comes out and gets out his little spyglass and looks through. And he's like, yeah, indeed, there she be. Be there tomorrow. And so if there's anything you're doing over these three days in particular, that's fine. Uh, but if not, we can just kind of travel montage. You keep yourself in a bucket. Yeah, I think she does do what, what Carhoon suggested, like a saw it in half and or try to do something to make yeah. it. She comes up with some better system so there's, that she doesn't have to like curl up like a, uh, like a shrimp every yes. time she wants to sleep. Yeah. I also feel like um, she'll maybe do some like kind of under not like behind the scenes like stretching almost like yoga y types of things with fridge to kind of help him feel like you know like get back in his like feeling his dexterity and back in his yeah. body type of thing yeah he's still a bit uh awkward for a few days yeah but he's sort of getting the hang of it and feeling a bit more comfortable mm-hmm. i feel like uh you know carhoon talks like an elvish to him does he know does he did we talk about that does he know no, elvish? he would not know elvish. Okay. he knows everything he knew he in knew life. before yeah. okay wild yep. wild okay he just has a different body different body okay different smaller body but no other than that she maybe you know goes and talks to you know akrila again probably tries to talk to like fool again she will never try to talk to Chisuka. He might butt his head in, but she wouldn't choose to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can update them with the, you know, the doings and the goings on, going ons of everything mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, we don't have to play that out because yeah, it's, it's just, just kind of recap routine update. So on the fourth day, the mutiny pulls in next to the citadel of 10,000 pearls outside the ring of sharp pointy defense stones and you can see the glistening building jutting out of the sea like so much glistening glass and pearl a boat is lowered down Mm -hmm. with you Mm -hmm. and a bucket of water Mm -hmm. carhoon captain slab Mm -hmm. and probably the first mate punt speed chunk so you all get down in this boat as the other one is moored outside, just kind of floating there, and you row up to this citadel, dock the dinghy 
on the little jutting dock and what do you do? Well, we'll we'll go in through the main door this time. You open the main door and enter into the reception hall mm-hmm. that smells of aromatic perfume. Walls covered in fish bones and seashells and mm-hmm. conches and very decorative, very bright, very glitzy and glittery. There's about waist-high water through most of this, so you can just kind of dunk every now and yeah, then, and you're okay. It's like, um, and you all wade up towards the reception desk where there is a mermaid. Yes. The same mermaid. And she's just kind of chewing gum with her face in her hand, leaning on the desk as she sees you approach. I feel like her, like the end of her tail is like on the edge of the desk as though she's like, you know, propping her feet yeah. up type of thing. Equivalent. Like, yeah. What do you want again? We actually. Wow, you look terrible. Yeah, I do. Um, we actually have kind of like an important appointment with the Merid Lords. We struck a deal with them and we did our end of the bargain and we are here for their end. Hmm. Yeah, give me a second. She, uh, slides off her little stool she's sitting on and kind of dips in one of the holes underneath Mm -hmm. without much pomp or circumstance and you're all just standing there in the water for a few minutes okay really nice uh nice scenery huh yeah cool cool architecture i mean i haven't seen that kind of show before it's a beautiful building it's quite lovely smells nice yeah it's surprising it smells nice with so much you know you'd think it could be kind of like damp and musty in here well it's got the nice sea breeze Mm -hmm. coming through that's true keeps it kind of dryish oof after a few minutes, this mermaid pops back up. She's like, yeah, go ahead. The doors are unlocked. Thank you. And Octavia will, like, lead the way and go towards those double doors. She starts filing her fingernails and <laughs> oh my promptly ignores you. Yeah. <laughs> I love this mermaid. <laughs> Captain Slab opens the doors, grabs them both, swings them open. Nice. Like yeah. And you all walk through. Find yourself in a familiar chamber. It's similar to the one you were in before. There are 12 pedestals circling the room. Atop each of them is what you recognize as a Merit Lord, a large, kind of rotund, fish-like person with various hues of greenish-blue skin, big, like, fins on their cheeks, dressed in uh, resplendent and kind of gaudy, like, vests (laughs) and jewelry and things like that. And their waists are cut off. And they, well, not cut off. They they end not in like legs or fish tails or anything like that, but a little whirlpool of water that just kind of keeps them kind of bobbing afloat on top of each of them. They see you enter. The doors close behind you. And the one in the middle, the one who was sort of the head mm-hmm. of them all previously, says, "You have returned." We have. Then the Great Ooze has been defeated? The Great Ooze is indeed gone. Mm, what proof do you bring? Uh, this crown was inside of it. Mm. Um, and I'm sure that you have, you have eyes everywhere and you have uh, the ability to see far and wide. I'm sure that if you look, if you look to where this plane begins to meet, the other plane you will see it is gone indeed we have already seen this we know 
You have defeated the Great Ooze, and for that you have... Our begrudging... Thanks. We were happy to... Get rid of this in exchange for your help. Mmm... Yes. Our help. And the one with the glasses, who was kind of less annoying last time, is like, um... Lord just asked, maybe we should just move move this along. They did. Hold up their end of the bargain. <laughs> we can just send them home to be done with it. And the one in the center rolls his big eyes. He like, wanted pomp and circumstance <gasps> and debate. <laughs> Fine. These matters do not deserve any more of our time. You wish to be sent to the 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 abyss, was it? <laughs> uh, the n- no, we would like to be sent back to the material plane. Specifically, we would bland. like to be sent to the continent of Moir. And how many are you? Well, it's the four of us, and however however many are on the boat. Yeah, we'd like to bring the whole ship back if it's possible, but barring that, I guess there's about... 20 or so of us. The married lord says. <gasps> Complications. 20 or so with the ship. <laughs> well, this can be done for you. I suppose after reading our plane of the great ooze. Not that we ourselves could not mind you, it's just that we have more pressing matters to attend to. Of course, of course. He gives you a squinty eye. It's like, don't patronize me. <laughs> you know that's what that's what he's saying in his brain. <laughs> and like, in her brain she's like, well, don't BS us. <laughs> well, if it is a ship you have, then I suppose this business takes us out of the palace, yes. You cannot sail your ship here. Go back to your ship. There we will meet you. And get you out of this plane. And out, more importantly, of my sight. (laughs) And he waves his hand to dismiss you. (laughs) Out of his fins. Yes, his fins. Mm -hmm. Be gone with you. Thank you so much for this transaction. This has been great. Slabs like whispering as you are all turning around and walk back out as you like are they actually going to do it? They're not just like sending us away, right? Can I do an insight check? Sure. Like that seemed very fast. I didn't know if there'd be more hemming and hawing. Maybe they just want us gone. Twenty, not natural. Um, I mean you think it's hard to read a weird fish person? You think probably they're gonna do it? Yeah, she'll be like, we had a lot of him and hawing when we first came to the uh, came to the deal. So as as the other as the other Mary Lord said, they made a deal and we held up our end of the bargain. They don't seem like folks t- to not satisfy mm-hmm. deals. Sure, they, I mean, obviously aren't the most pleasant, but I don't think that they're gonna be liars. Say, I think you think in terms of narrative pacing, it's probably about time for you to leave this thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of want to get out of the point of water. It would kind of... We'd have to... I'm like, I don't know. another fetch quest for me? (laughs) 
I need the most beautiful pearl. Find me 10,000 more pearls. We will build another citadel. Um, so you all walk out, hop back in the dinghy, row across, reboard the mutiny, Mm -hmm. and you wait. They're not quick. You're starting to think, maybe I was wrong. Maybe they're not coming after, like, an hour of waiting there. It's like, are are they actually? Are they? Huh? But then after after some time of waiting and watching, the sun hits its zenith and starts descending. Mm-hmm. The weird sun in this weird plane. Yeah. Uh, you see popping out of the water around you are some heavily armed merfolk guards mm-hmm. with their tridents, creating a defensive perimeter after they, you know, do their maneuvers and make sure everything is clear and on the up and up. Out of the center of them, the Merit Lords emerge from beneath the waves. The one kind of floats up onto the ship and looks around and he says, this is is the ship you want to take back? Are you sure you don't want just a new one? A, A better one? It's kind of ratty, if you ask me. But uh, to each their own, I suppose. Not all of us can have the finest things in life. We all have our station, I suppose. Well, this will take a few moments for us to perform the ritual to summon a portal of this size to send you back. As soon as it is open, do not delay. We will only hold it open for so long. That is your chance. That is your opportunity. And if you do not make it through, our deal is still fulfilled. Sure. Can I ask one quick other thing? No. (laughs) It turns and starts laughing. Oh my gosh! She'll, like, follow it anyway and be like... Surely this would be nothing for for a group of uh, of lords as powerful as all you twelve. By any chance, to any of you have anything that could heal me of this disease? <sighs> let me check my stat block. Yes, let me check my stats. No, if you want healing, go somewhere else. Even if it were within our power, we are doing quite enough for you, I think. Uh, Sure. Sure. Thank you for considering it, even. Mm. It continues on. Mm -hmm. They all get in, like, a a circle in front of this ship. In front of the Riders' Mutiny. You can hardly hear it over the waves, but they start, you know, chanting incantations and moving their hands rhythmically. It almost looks like synchronized swimming. <laughs> yeah. Do they put little, like, a... They flip around uh, and flip their legs up. Uh-huh. They manifest legs. And, <laughs> uh, they have little, shot, like, little swim caps on with flowers on it. Right. And so they start this this ritual, and they're going for a minute or so. And you can see, like, little motes of light start to form mm. in the air and start to sort of congregate in one little area um, about eye level off the deck of the ship in the air. It starts sizzling and sizzling and growing larger and brighter as energy seemingly from thin air is just manifesting in front of you. After a few more minutes of chanting and this the the mote of energy gets larger and larger and then 
they all sort of do one last hand movement, and it sort of snaps into a large ring of, like, almost blackish mirror-like finish in a big circle right in front of the ship. looks just big enough for that ship to go through. And the 12 of them kind of step back, holding their hands up. The one in the lead says... It is time now. It will only be open for so long. Get out of our plane. <laughs> thank you for thank you for this. Roll a perception check. Okay. Oh dear. Twenty-five. As you're standing on the deck, you see this and slab is like This is it, boys, we're going. Full speed ahead. And they start like shifting the sails yeah. and getting out of the position and trying to get the boat moving forward which is going to take a while from like a standstill. Right. Out the back you see just the faintest faintest glimmer of a few things moving through the water behind you. Oh my gosh. With a 25 you can see it looks like three distinct shapes. Okay. There's one large it's barely visible. You can just see a faint shadow moving relatively speedily right down towards the center of the ship flanked by two smaller ones. You can tell the one in the middle seems to be one large shape. Some sort of aquatic creature swimming dead towards you. The other two seem to be almost like lots of little things moving in concert. (gasps) It's the jewel! Maybe? I don't know. Oh, that's baby tools. See, you, you, you don't know. Um, but you know something is approaching. Okay. Quickly. So, I mean, uh, we're pretty sure that the Merid Lords are opened, that he opened a plane to actually the material plane. Like, yes. they're not this joshing us. Portal. You are fairly, I mean, you can't really see through it, so you're hoping that they did, in fact, send you there, but... We would have... You would have no, no real reason. way of knowing right okay. now. You would have no reason to think otherwise... Okay, so uh, Octavia will kind of point it out to, to Captain Slab and be like, "There's, there's something following us. We got to, we got to go faster." And Arr, I'm pushing her as fast as she can. Heave ho, boys! And the ship is slowly like lurching forward, and the prow just starts like touching the, touching the the like surface of the board and going in. But this thing is. Gaining. What do you do? Okay, so Octavia is going to, um, you know, kind of whirl around and go to the, uh, you know, the back of the ship, kind of going to, um, you know, the ledge and looking down out onto, um, this shape, and she is going to. Cast control winds. Mm. Take control of the air in a tent in a one hundred foot cube that I can see within range, and choose one of the following spell effects. Basically, it's the same thing as control water. It's you're just pushing winds into the sails, and I'm just to make going to like go. Roar! Yes, I can do gusts, updraft, downdraft, but I'm going to use the the gust. A wind picks up within the cube, continually blowing in a horizontal direction that I choose. I can choose the intensity, calm, moderate, or strong. Okay. So you're just blasting in yeah. the sails, trying to move it forward. Okay. 
Roll me a... Hmm, I don't know what I want to call this. Roll me a... Since wisdom is your spell casting modifier, right? Um, Correct. Yeah, basically roll me an attack roll, more okay. or less. Let's do that. Because you're proficient in this spell. You got your wisdom. That's a natural four for a total of 14. Out of the box. 14, okay. Uh, so you call down winds and some clouds just sort of manifest right above you and you can feel these heavy storm winds just blowing into these sails that the sailors have just like let down and the ship lurches forward mm-hmm. and everyone catches their footing and it starts making it through. The ship gets about two thirds of the way through. The front okay. half like makes it oh, through geez. and starts when these shapes sort of like reach the back. Oh my gosh. The large one zips to the side along, we'll say, the right side. I don't know if that's port or starboard of the ship. And you can see it getting bigger and bigger. And then suddenly it bursts out of the water and, like, launches itself, aiming... Right for the portal? To go through the portal. Yeah. And you can see it is the slimy, eel-like form of an abeleth. Oh, I should have thought of this! Shkaboom! That has been following you this whole time. Okay. So, the ship is getting two-thirds of the way through, ever-increasing. Captain Slab is, like, in the back. He's going to be the last one through to make sure everything goes off without a hitch. You can see it. You could, like, run forward and get to the other side. You could stay back here and see what happens. This thing is what we'll see. It launches itself forward onto the little sliver of portal left on the side of the, the ship. Okay. Impacts it. But you can see that there is a resistance there. Like, it is not just slipping easily through. Like the ship was doing. The ship is just kind of gliding through this thing. It's like, it latches a tentacle almost like through it. Like, it's trying to push itself through a wall of really thick jello. (laughs) And it is going to roll. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if that was a good, oh, my gosh. That's a good, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. It rolled a natural 20. No! So you can see it gets all of its tentacles through and just starts pulling itself in. It's still going slower than the ship. You have maybe a round or two before the whole ship is through. You're not sure how long it's going to take this abolesh to get through. What do you do? Does it... Does it seem like it's going to take longer for the ship to get through or for the abolets to get through? You think it might take about the same time because the ship is bigger. Right. But, but it's going is, much faster. But the, And also the abolet has some resistance. Right. Yes. Okay. So the abolet, it's still like crawling through, but it seems to be making progress. It's like, Argh! Okay. And its um, tail, you can see its tail like flipping and trying to crawl through. Do you, do I have, do I think that the abolet is going to like... Or, or, sorry, do I think that if I let the winds go, the ship is going to kind of continue in the momentum? Like, is it kind of like the Stargate yeah. with once you get part of it, I mean, it's, it's going to keep, keep sucking it? Like, Well, the yeah, the ship does have momentum, so it's going to keep moving. So if I let the winds down, yeah. it you, would be okay. You've given it the push it needed. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to cast Wall of Stone. Okay. Are you, so you're still on the I'm still on the water. boat. 
Okay, the plane of water side. Correct. Okay, you guys. Wall of stone. What would you like to do with that wall of stone? A non-magical wall of stone springs into existence at a point I can choose within range. The range is 120 feet. Wall is six inches thick and is composed of 10, 10, 10, 10 by 10 panels. Mm Mm-hmm. If the wall cuts through a creature's space when it appears, the creature is pushed to one side of the wall. My choice. So I'm going to well put then. a wall in the middle of Klachu and have him pushed back into the plane of water. Roll a perception check. 17. This is not Klachu. Oh. Okay. So you stop the winds, turn around, bam! A stone wall just kind of cuts off the side of the portal and it like forms around the middle of this thing and then just starts pushing Mm -hmm. it backwards. The tentacles are like flailing like, no, trying, trying, trying to get through. Uh, But it gets shoved back on the plane of water side. At this point, some of the merfolk guards are like, is that what I think it is? <laughs> so they start like chucking tridents yeah. at it, which I'm not going to roll for because they're not going to kill it immediately. Uh, so a couple of them get like stuck in. The ship, the rest of the ship glides through. Oh my gosh. And I feel like as it glides through, Octavia is going to be like, close the portal as soon as we're gone. <laughs> you get to the other side and the boat kind of comes out a little bit above Oh my a large gosh. body of water and then just Smack. falls in a huge <gasps> like wave. And you look back and you can see this shimmering disc oh behind you. Oh my gosh. And it starts to recede. As it does through the center of it, two more tentacles appear. As it looks like this thing is not giving up. Unfortunately, it rolled very poorly. <gasps> so the tentacles are like... Uh, trying to pull itself through, uh, and they make a little bit of headway, and then the disc just like shrinks, 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 and th- disappears, oh and two gosh. little tentacle tips just kind of wriggle, and get sliced off and fall into the water behind the boat. Oh my word! You look around as you can see them sort of like floating and still writhing behind the ship, and you can see off to the side of the ship off in the distance what you can make out as some land mass out there but you would have to get closer to figure out where exactly you are but you think you are back on the material plane and we will pick up there next episode it's been a whole it's been a whole episode already oh Mm -hmm. my gosh Mm -hmm. Uh, my palms are sweaty still oh my goodness thank you all so much for listening Wow. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both on Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. We love hearing from listeners, um, hearing what your thoughts are about the show, if we surprised you with anything, if you caught our plot twists or predicted them ahead of time. Um, we just we love we love hearing um, from our listeners and it's always always great to see how our story is doing out there in the real world. All right, catch y'all next week. <laughs>